and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It, Sis. We are in it. We are back. It is season three. <laughs> I know it took a very long time to get to this place. We set the start date for I don't know how long and kept pushing it back. First it was the spring, then it was the summer. Now it's the fall, but you know, life does life. It does. So we are back. Um, I am your host, Maya, and I am here with my co-host, Alisa. What's up, y'all? So as you can see, Alisa <laughs> is not Amanda. Um, Amanda had to take a step back from the podcast due to other responsibilities. But I think you guys remember Alisa from the celibacy episode um, where she talked about how she'd been celibate for I don't know how many years, girl. Um, and you guys love that episode. So I thought that Alisa would be a perfect fit to join the podcast and, you know, just bring her marvelous insight. <laughs> um, so welcome, Alisa. How do you feel to be a part of hey, the podcast? You know what? I am really excited because, you know, it's one thing to just when you when you reach out to me to be like, hey, you know, I'd love to have you join me. But it's like to good friends like just having conversation yeah and I think like the even like the initial celibacy um episode when you brought me on it felt so natural yeah you know what I mean like so so I'm really excited to be here I'm really excited to just have the opportunity to like have authentic conversations with you which how we normally have anyway but yeah. just an audience and providing our vulnerability and insight and um I'm really excited yeah, me yeah. too. So, Alisa is also from DC. So, we have another DC. The DC New York thing and us not being in the same place is not changing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, sometimes hopefully Alisa will be able to come. We'll do some in person episodes. But, yeah, I really feel like we are just keeping to the vision of the podcast, which is two people having normal conversations who know each other well. And, like, these are the conversations we have in our everyday lives, regardless. But, Lisa, do you want to tell people a little bit about what you do? How how old you are we know you from dc we know you're black <laughs> what, else? what else yeah yeah i'm a <laughs> specific okay so yeah mm -hmm. i'm so i'm 31 mm -hmm. um i'm from pg county mm -hmm. and i'm in part i'm in the part of pg county which is literally walking distance to the district okay so fun fact not many people know um the area i grew up from Back in the 50s, it was technically Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. So people came through and they re relined everything, which is mm -hmm. weird. Most people don't know about that. But, you know, if y'all want to take the time to learn about that, just Google. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> What is it called? What is the area called? Um, it's like Suitland area. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that'll mean something to somebody. No, it probably will. Somebody <laughs> will hear it and be like, yo, I'm from that area too. And I'll be yeah. like, just come in the comments. Just come in the comments and just rep rep the PG area. Like mm -hmm. that you are that you know what that area is. So that would yes. be fun. Yes, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so in terms of the work that I do, um, the work is based out of New York, where we met. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. And I work in fundraising right now, fundraising and corporate partnerships for a nonprofit organization. Um, my passion is based in social impact work. And yeah, just doing doing the work for our people. When I say our people, I mean Black people. Mm -hmm. um, and when I say Black people, I also love an influence and an emphasis on Black women and Black kids. Mm -hmm. um, nothing against the brothers, but I am a Black woman. Speak on it. So I'm a, I'm going to automatically want to push black women owned 
and focused initiatives, causes, businesses, brands. Nothing against the brothers. Mm-hmm. But I, I most identify with who I am and how I show up in the world. So Yeah, makes sense. That's the vibe, yeah. And you are single in a relationship? Oh, yeah. I left that part out, didn't I? <laughs> I mean, you know, just so they know. Amanda was married with three kids, so we had very different uh, perspectives, I think. Yes, she you was. Were. Me and you also have very different perspectives, but I think we're in more similar places in life, maybe. Yeah, no, I think I think you you kind of frame that really good. So so yes, I am single. Ready um, single. Drop the comments. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm single and dating. Last time y'all talked to me, I had just like launched right my my dating journey, but it was kind of weird with the pandemic and all of the things. But yeah, I'm single, currently dating, currently just being open. And just enjoying experiences, but being intentional with the way that I, in, you know, enter those experiences with people. Like, Yeah. And you're still celibacy, going gung-ho, going hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's still, that's still like a very, um, a very like prominent thing in my dating experience. Like in mm-hmm. the first two conversations, like I'm just, if y'all aren't waiting and like I'm waiting, then that's okay. I'm just going to yeah. one. And can you remind us, is it till marriage? Is it till you find the right person? Yeah. So it's until marriage, you know, that kind of commitment for me from a spiritual space, it's very well um, rooted in the commitment that like there's a covenant that's required for me. There's nothing wrong with casual things for, but for me, it's just Mm -hmm. something that I have never subscribed to. And I just don't see myself being a part of that experience. Hey, be where you at, girl. Tell your yes, I mean, I was there for a long time. So but, I, right, exactly. <laughs> right. So you know the experience, and then you just kind of like, you know, the same for whatever me. works for who you are is whatever works for who you are. And yeah. don't ever feel like you have to apologize or have to mold yourself to any other standard but your own. So yeah, exactly. So yeah. so yeah, you came with a topic today. We're gonna do a quicker episode today just because this is our introduction and our first time back in hella months. I mean, life has really been out here happening. Um, so yeah, in the next couple of episodes, I think. I'll update you guys on all the new stuff. I moved into a new apartment, um, living my best life, got a new job. Um, but but um, yeah, we'll get to that in later episodes. So yeah, Alicia, you want to start us off with uh, what this episode is about? Yeah, I think we were like, just like, hey girl, how's dating going for you? And I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot going on on the internets, Al Gore's internets talking mm-hmm. about experiences that women are having in dating, how I'm having in dating. And there was this moment where I like really had a realization where mm-hmm. I kind of like had like, whoa, um, like a Raven Simone moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney Channel, shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> had a psychic moment mm-hmm. where like in dating, like, if you're confused, those, those, you, you already answered like kind of where you're at, right? If you, if you're ever confused in dating male or female and you just are like, huh, if there's a question mark, that's your answer. You mean confused about a person. Yes. Confused yeah. about a person. And like, for me as a woman, um, I'm cisgendered by the way, if he wanted to, he would. Mm-hmm. And so in my experiences, whether I was more interested in them or they were more interested in me at the end of the day, when I am pursuing a dating relationship 
or I'm going on several dates with a person or just discovering and meeting new men, if they wanted to do a thing, i.e. go on a date, i.e. reach out, i.e. stay connected, if they wanted to, they would. Mm -hmm. And it saved me so much time. It saved me so much like headspace. It saved me so much second guessing. It saved me like so much because when you when you go to that ideology of like if they wanted to, they would, that would walk you out of a lot of like, I think a lot of us as women have moments where we like create scenarios in our head. Mm-hmm, for sure. Don't do that. Just don't do it. Yeah. You're using brain cells that you just don't even need. Use those brain cells for work tomorrow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't, don't waste it. Don't mm-hmm. waste it. As long as you are being, and this is the key for me, as long as you are fully being authentically yourself in these spaces and you're not holding back and you are just being you at the end of the day, in response, if he wanted to, he would. And if he doesn't, keep moving on smoothly. Don't hold it against that person, male or male or female, and just keep moving about. Because your intuition at the end of the day is really nine times out of 10 going to be right. Mm -hmm. Especially as a woman. I don't know Mm -hmm. about you, Maya, but like intuition, it creep up on you crazy a little bit sometimes. So I think the whole, if he wanted to, he would statement. I think for the most part, it's definitely true. But I think that there is room for nuance in that conversation. Like for me, for example, I definitely subscribe to the if he wanted to, he would. But I kind of think it's simplified online and stuff. Like, like for example, if you look at social media and you look at TikTok, you go on TikTok and the men are like flying women out on private jets and sending her flowers every single day. And, And I'm not saying that that's not you know, good and great and wonderful. But I don't think that that's like feasible for everybody. So if he wanted to, he would, there has to be like levels to this, right? Mm -hmm. Like not every man can take you out to steak dinners every weekend. Not every man is going to be able to fund your lifestyle like some of these men are doing. So I think it has to be like, if he wanted to, he would on your level. Like you can't be expecting if he wanted to, he would on this mass scale, this grand scale when you don't even do that for yourself. So that's number one. And then number two is like, it depends on what, how much you're willing to work through with a man, right? Like, so I personally am not willing to work through much. Like I am 32. I've gotten to a point in my life where I've had the trash relationships with men who suck for lack of a better um, term. Um, I've learned my lessons. I've, you know, been through my heartbreak. <laughs> I have hurt and cried and been sad. And I'm now in a, a place where I'm not willing to do that for anybody. Right. Like I provide myself serenity. I have a peaceful life. I can date myself. I enjoy my own company. I could be at home in the house for weeks and be having a totally good time. Right. So your company has to be better than my own company, which is very hard to talk, but I agree with the sentiment that's like, if if I'm confused about you, if you're not letting me know exactly what you want, if you're not letting me know exactly what you need, like, or, or you know, vice versa, whatever. Like, if it's not a mutual exchange of I like you, you like me, let's do stuff together, then that's, it's a no for me. I mean, that's where I'm at. That last part is, that last part rings true. So like yeah. when I first started talking about if he wanted to, he would, and then I doubled down on the idea that, if you are fully being your authentic self, for me, I don't wait for a guy to, to like reach out to me if I want to talk to them. 
Mm-hmm. Right. But I also read very <laughs> well. Huh? I will. Okay. Well, are we gonna lean into that, right? Um, I do that because men okay, we going back to so this is my grandma's advice, you know, and given maybe it comes from a very sexist era, which is super, you know, set in generic Go ahead, my gender roles. However, I like to be chased. I like to be courted. I'm not hitting you up. I know if you want to go on a date for me with me, you're gonna let me know. I have never met a man that liked me and been confused and had to hit him up. He was on my line every day because you like me. So it's not saying that once we get comfortable and we hit a rhythm that I'm not going to like hit you up too. If I've seen something funny online or like, I want to, you know, just see what you're doing or send you a cute pic, whatever. But you're going to be on my line if you want me. You know what? This is <laughs> a very, I get what you're saying. How do you know that someone is interested? Like, how do you, how do you receive interest from men? Like, what is your definition of that? Is it communication? Is it dates? And how frequent is that communication? Um, like, what, what are those things? Because so break it down. Are, you're asked, so for me, yeah. I, obviously, I don't think that there's any, every relationship is going to be different. What people expect for themselves mm-hmm is different because we're different people, right? Like our needs and wants and desires are not the same. So like there is no uniformity in how people date. I mean, there's like some, but not really. Like our wants and needs, me and you and what we need is gonna be two different things. We could be dating the same man and you think he's great. And I'm like, oh, he not enough for me. Right? right. Like, so <laughs> my thing is, so, Number one is baseline communication. Yes. <laughs> like I need a man. Does he need to text you every day? Um, it depends on it depends on the man, right? Like, would I mind it? So, like, for example, I've been doing a lot of app dating lately. And like, if I haven't met you, do not text me every day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to talk to you every day. Let's plan the date, let's meet, and let's see if we vibe. Got it. If you start texting me every day and I like you and it's after the date and we clearly hit it off do i want to text you all day long absolutely not but should you be sending me a text daily maybe miss a day okay i just need to know that you're interested like and it's obvious there's never any confusion when a man is interested in you zero zero there's literally none like yeah he could be busy or whatever but a man who likes you will make time Mm mm-hmm if you're having a question or having to think about it or having to be like, okay, well, maybe he went on this three-day business trip and didn't hit me up because he didn't have one moment to spare. A dude that likes you has a moment to spare. That's the gag. Yeah. The, the, the women that be like, but maybe. Mm-mm. No. But maybe. But I used to be that woman, right? Like, you got to <laughs> grow into it. You grow and you learn. And you're like, oh, he's really just, what is that? Uh, he's really just not that into you, right? Like, that is, and that's okay. And I think when I was younger, like, now I could care less, right? But when I was younger, I would internalize that. I wouldn't, I would be like, oh, my gosh, he doesn't like me. What does that say about me? Like, am mm-hmm. I not good enough? Now that I'm older and I, like, I'm very secure in who I am. I don't give a sh- shit if you like me goodbye like if you're the energy ain't right goodbye like I don't and I don't give a lot of like second chances now right like if you're doing something I'm letting you know that I don't like this thing and you do it again it's over for me like I'm not wait wait can we can we unpack that yeah because 
Because I hear, I, I really want to get your perspective on what, what that second would look like. And I, and yeah. obviously, you know, we have listeners and I'm not trying to create this scenario where, you know, men are like listening and they're like, what do I need to do? We don't, this is not what we're here for guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously there are situations where they, those won't account for what you're saying. But if you can unpack that for me, like what, what is something that you say is like, completely off limits to try again because I've heard and I've been listening to many like different relationship podcasts or or literature where they're just like you know you can't expect someone to unlearn a habit that they personally have Mm -hmm. instantaneously it may take a couple reminders it may take you know small stuff so I don't know how heavy what you're talking about is well, I think habits are different than what I'm talking about. Like, okay. I expect, like, okay, if somebody does something that I don't like consistently, but it's something they're working on, maybe I would be willing to work on, you know, work through that. It depends on really how much I like that person. Oh, okay. Um, but honestly, I'm not looking for a struggle relationship. If That's I got to work, though, Maya, that is a struggle. Like, I got to now bear with you while you, your habits. The thing is, we're just not compatible. Uh, (laughs) I've got to, if I've got to explain to you how I like to be treated and that this thing that you're doing really bothers me and it takes you 10 times to figure it out, you're not the one for me. I'd say a couple. That's you, girl. That's you. That's okay. (laughs) Well, well, obviously, and in the same breath, I would obviously also be quite annoyed if it was something that was like, annoying but again to your point how much I like that person might influence the the gauge you know it it would be like okay to a person that I'm not sure if I like very much it may only take two times and I'm kind of done with you but Mm -hmm. there's somewhere where I feel like there's a lot of synergy involved there's a lot of alignment and you and there's there's a three there's an instance where it's happened a third time you might get it to the third time and then be over it you know but it I mean? also depends, like, on what it is, right? It's hard yeah. to talk and, like... It's hard to we, call. You know, we're, we're just kind of, like... We're giving... Making scenarios. up non-scenarios, right? <laughs> like, so it's hard to tell. But I'm, like I said, I am not one for a whole bunch of second chances. I will let you... That's what I'm saying, because I feel like the older you get, the more mm-hmm. set you are in your ways, the more you know yourself. And I need someone that can match my energy and flow with me, that it's like a friendship and there's not a whole bunch. Of course, there's going to be things in a relationship that people do that the other person doesn't like. And you yeah. work through it, you talk through it. Nobody's perfe- perfect, right? Even that happens in friendships. I, there's going to be a time where I'm going to tell you, hey, you said this thing that I really don't like and it bothered me. You understand it. You switch it up and we move on, right? right. That's every relationship across the board. Mm-hmm. But there's just like certain things that I'm not willing to deal with or I don't like. And if you do those things, we're not compatible and that's okay. Yeah, no. And and I think it, it goes back to what are your core values? Yeah. You know? What are some things yeah. that you feel like when you recognize that y'all are not in alignment, no matter if they break whatever, you know, or or show up as with these habits that just yeah. completely obliterate your core values? That's the easy X for me. Yeah. So that's something I feel like I learned later on. So I think that a lot of people confuse chemistry and compatibility and they're very much so two separate things. We need that to breathe for a second, Maya. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Ooh. I've done it. I've done it uh, for sure. So just because you're attracted to somebody and the person is fine, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't give you anything to work with for the long term. It means you and this person, your genes and your pheromones got together and said, oh, this person is fine. I want to have sex with them. And that's that. Or kiss on their face. And a lot of people, yeah, okay, yeah, kiss on yeah. their face. And a lot of people get, but ultimately, you do want to have sex. So, so like, that's great and all, but that can only take you so far. And I think a lot of people end up in long-term relationships based on chemistry and, like, the character and integrity and values. Girl, I've done it. Absolutely are just not aligned in any stretch of the imagination, but the chemistry carries you through the relationship. And it's like, so the last person I dated in quotations, cause that was just, mm. he lacks so much care. He lacks everything that I want in a person. Mm. But I was so attracted to him that I kind of just, you know, like I knew I wasn't going to marry him. I knew he mm-hmm. wasn't somebody that I would want to be with like long, long term, but I'm like, mm-hmm. for some I could date. And then, chemistry gets you having you know the oxytocin releasing your brain and next thing you know you're like oh maybe i love this person right <laughs> like it's just not reality um but yeah i yeah. feel like we need to make sure that we're compatible and my number one things about compatibility is your character like are you yeah. honest do you do what you say that's huge for me huge. a man that is not cannot keep his word as a man i will never date like are you a liar? Do you lie? So many people are out here. What, is, what does lying look like for you? And in any way, shape, or form, you're lying. But so, not everyone sees that though. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but like you said, like early on in your dating life, you know, you just went ahead and like were so focused on the infatuation and attraction of a person that something yeah. kind of like slipped by and then you recognized after the fact. For me, you will instantly be unattractive if you don't meet my core characteristics and like mm-hmm. values because I go through those pretty early but you on. wouldn't know like for me when I was younger I, I'm not worried about that I'm, that's because maybe you I didn't date my whole 20s so that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying yeah so you didn't do the trial and error like no, uh, I just lived my life yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like oh, yeah. I mean don't get don't get me wrong I didn't date for a huge chunk of my 20s 20, 20 one to 26, I really didn't date at all. It was just yeah. like focused on getting my master's degree yeah. and doing everything I need to do. You feel okay. me? Okay. But, but yeah, so I learned a lot of those like, oh, I'm just going to jump into this relationship with this dude I barely know because he's so attractive, <laughs> right? Yeah, And then being like, oh, no, he's crazy. Or, oh, no, he has a lot of un unresolved uh, trauma or like oh no he is not kind like or he's competing with me or like yeah it's like a whole bunch of craziness that you don't know when you don't take your time so now I, I take it a lot more slow do you believe in dating someone through all four seasons before making it official no why because I just don't think it takes that long how many seasons do you think, I, on average, it would take? I don't think. <laughs> I don't think life works that way. I don't think that can happen like, in a year of you meeting somebody. Yeah, I don't think there's no. I don't think there's like equations on. I just think that every relationship is different. I think that I really do take my time. Okay. Like, like don't. So I'm a very sexual person. So 
I'm likely to, you know, before I really like, I'm likely to do that before I'm in love with you. I feel like it takes me a lot longer now because once you've been heartbroken really bad, mm-hmm. like real bad, like JT. like real bad, like real bad. like real bad, <laughs> yeah. Once you've been heartbroken like that, you are just so much smarter. You're just mm-hmm. so much like I will never get myself into a situation like my worst heartbreak ever again. Like I learned my lesson. Like you know that's what happens with, with, with God, or do you want to call it God, the universe? It's like, if you don't learn a lesson, it will come back around again and again and again. And in relationships, it just comes back in a different person. Mm. person it's the same person you dated in a different body. If you don't evolve and like yeah. those things. So my lesson, my major lesson was like, stop dating men. Cause they're attractive. <laughs> like, <laughs> but because I'm a sexual being, Oh, he finally! I'm about to start dating him, <laughs> you know. And like now, I'm older, and I'm like, okay, girl, let's look at the facts. It, does he have good character? Is does he have integrity? Does he care about his family? He does he do what he say he's gonna do? Yeah, does he have a job. Is he stable? You know. But see, but that takes a certain level of certain amount of time yeah. to collect that data to make those assessments. Yeah. So when I so when I made that, you know, when I made that statement about seasons Mm -hmm. it was reminiscent of like what you're saying right it's enough even six months to eight months is enough time to kind of see what what way he shows up in the world is consistent with the way that his friends talk about him which is in the same way that he operates in different settings which is the same way that you know I don't think it takes that long I mean, <laughs> That's just I, me, I've had experiences where I've met someone and within a year, and we've talked about this. I kind of think that it's because people, okay, and this is not to like shame anyone or blame no. anyone, but I, I honestly think that people's red flags radar is off. I don't know, Maya. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> not just, yours. I'm saying uh, in general, a lot of people are like, I never saw, don't get me wrong. There is very abusive men who are like really good at getting in there, narcissistic men and women who are really great at like convincing people they're wonderful and then taking off the mask. And you're like, who the F are you? Right. Like, but I think that people miss the red flags. Like for example, if somebody is with you and they're rushing into a relationship and you're like, you're in this world love bombing me and me and Amanda talked about this in the last season, love bombing. You should not be, jumping in to a relationship and in love with somebody in a month that is a red flag to yeah me. that's crazy if you're telling me like I, I was just dating this guy girl he was he started calling me baby in the first week i was like oh no you gotta go red flag you yeah. know but some women would be like oh my god, oh my god. he really likes me and that's not no. to shame them because we all have been there but i feel like a lot of people miss the signs so for me i'm very intuitive i live my life off of intuition same it don't. T- it's not going to take me six months to realize you don't have integrity. You're right. I mean, but but not even the no integrity part. Like even no. the personal conversations that we've had about my experience, even like recently, mm-hmm. where I don't I don't think I've ever was off the mark with that mm-hmm. um, with that dating experience. But my intuition kept like tapping me on my shoulder, mm-hmm. and then months down the line, things came on. And I was just like, whoa. 
Well, that's the point. Patting on my back, like, I'm glad I, I was. Yeah, you're right. I'm glad. Yeah. I was. <laughs> that's the point. It didn't take you six to eight months. You heard it. You might have ignored it a little because you wanted to like him. I didn't ignored it. I listened, but I wasn't in a moment yeah, of denial right. where I had to have like really honest conversations with myself. Like, this person is literally saying they cannot be present because they're not in a position to be present. And yeah. you just need to accept that. So when men or women have the wherewithal and awareness to tell you themselves from their oh, mouth. For sure. That's, crazy, <laughs> That's all you need to know. It's crazy. Great. Like, yeah. hey, this is probably not a good time for me. Fantastic. That's fantastic information. You don't mean I want to hear it. And it doesn't make them a bad person. That's no. a, that's literally a huge blessing for them to tell you that. If a man tells you, I'm not looking for a relationship, he's not looking for a relationship, yeah, sis, no. or brother. Okay. <laughs> Believe you don't gotta convince them otherwise. When a man it tells you, I'm, I'm not emotionally available, he's not emotionally available. He's <laughs> telling you the truth. <laughs> Like if people would just listen, do you see what I'm saying? Those are yes. all red flags. Yes. Red flags. Shows you and tells you who they are, but well, actually shows you who they are. Believe them. But I think as women, uh, especially young women, yeah, we have the tendency to create a fantasy because we want. We honestly, I, and at least maybe let me speak for myself, but this mm-hmm. is what I've done in the past. I've created a vision of what I wanted this man to be like, what it could be like if, and he's not that at all. I'm literally in love with this random vision that I created. (laughs) This person is not this at all. I just want him to be that. So like that was a learning lesson for me also through my twenties. Like girl, he ain't that. That's not even him. I wish the audience could see how hard my head was shaking just now. Uh, Yeah. That was mean. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's great though. I'm taking this moment to like recognize that like this is not a twenty something podcast. Mm-hmm. We're we're in our early thirties, but enough to like have discovered things and like you know had moments to kind of like be mature enough to sit back and really let some of these experiences sink in and like yeah. take those experiences and just really like hmm. I also don't think there's a timeline on it. Like you can learn, you can have learned this in when you're 25, right? Yeah. No, I was just saying just for us in this, in this context, it's kind of nice to like have like your perspective and like my perspective, which both of ours are just different, but similar in in instances, right? Where it's kind of super cool to like talk about. Talk about it, sis. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just... I just feel like we complicate dating and like, I'm just, maybe it's because my Taurus is in Venus. Wait a minute. If y'all know what that means, yes, I'm doing it. If y'all know what that means, my Taurus mm-hmm. is in Venus, which means Taurus is in my love house and Taurus is like stability. They like peace. They like things to be the same. And like, You'd be very surprised because I'm a Gemini, right? Girl, if you don't get up. (laughs) You'd be very surprised because I'm a Gemini. So Geminis are known for being like very talkative, very out there, very like, which is a very large part of my personality. But I actually really in relationships like just stability. Like I don't want to be guessing. I don't want Mm -hmm. to feel anxiety. And like my new, you know, something that's important too. (laughs) Like, 
we focus so much attention when dating or like I have in the past focused so much attention on the other person and how they're feeling that we forget how we're feeling and you lose your own markers, your own red flag markers. So like, am I feeling constantly in an in, in anxious state when I'm thinking about this person? That's a red flag for me. It doesn't have to be anything the person is doing, right? But yeah, it can no. be like, okay, this person is causing me anxiety. That's right? not good, bro. And it, it doesn't have to, right? I don't have to be able to pinpoint what this person is doing to cause me anxiety. I just have to know, oh, that doesn't work for me, right? And that's when I drop in the 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 liner that says, it's been great getting to know you. Yeah. And I just feel like we are in misalignment. You're nicer but than I, me. <laughs> but I wish you the best in your dating journey. And I hope you have a wonderful life. You're nice. Peace sign. I'm not that way. Why I will not? just Because I don't need Why to not? give you an explanation. Wait. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's no. Unless we dated for an extended period of time. Extended right. for you, Maya. Extended is like a month and a half. Okay. Two months. Two months. Okay. Anything so, before okay. that is deuces, honey. So you don't. Okay. I think that's where we, where you and I don't see eye to eye. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, to me, if I'm dating multiple men, I am an advocate of date multiple men. Yep. I do not believe that any woman should date one man at a time. I think that. Say it a little louder for people in the back because yeah. you and I are the same in that respect. So I'm like, if I'm dating five men and one of them is just not compatible with me, do I need to let him know? No, just fade him out and he'll be all right. And you'll, if he. You'll, wait, you'll ghost him? No, I won't ghost him, but I just will stop hitting him up. And if he hits me up and asks why, of course I'll give him an explanation. Okay. But I don't like, hey, I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, that doesn't need to be said. Hey, he might fade out too. <laughs> no, but if they are constantly hitting you and you don't feel like you don't feel like driven to like respond because obviously you no yeah. longer are interested. That's when I tap yeah. you like yeah. hey. it also depends on what they did, right? Like why I stopped messing with them. Like do they deserve an answer? Because some of them don't be deserving answers. Oh, I'm sorry to them. Sorry to that man. Yeah. <laughs> Kiki Palm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know who that man is. That's exactly how I'm you want that's exactly how <laughs> Yeah. I think <laughs> Yeah, I feel like in this space in my life right now, I just feel a lot better in my own energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for a very specific type of man to commit to. How many boxes does he have to check, though? 80%. Okay. That's a nice number. Mm-hmm. That's you a realistic know, number. If you're not 6'4", we can compromise. Wait a You are very tall. <laughs> I'm 5'9". Not- well, you're only two inches taller than me. That's a lot. But it feels like (laughs) you got heels on. I'd be like, dang. Yes, honey. Six six, six one. um, Yeah. I mean, my cousin, Amanda, she's six. She's six foot. And her husband, I think, is six one. Oh, So, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, if a man has everything I want in life and is 5'11", I guess. No, let me stop. Uh, Of course, I'm going to marry him. (laughs) Five seven now. Oh no! Long and hard. Let me stop. My mom and my dad were very close in height to a point where, bless my mama's heart and rest her rest in peace, rest her soul. She didn't wear heels for her wedding because if she did, she would tower him. So she wore flats. Mm. Yeah, my daddy was light skin. He was he was a light skinned Thundercat. Was he still? That's how they be doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And my mom, she was, she was chocolate drop. Chocolate. She was a model. So she was like tall, like it was giving. Mm-hmm. And Papa Bear just, he he barely made it. How tall was your mom? I think my mom was like 5'11", and my dad was like 5'10", or 5'5". Oh, okay. So it was like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, height, you know, I'm also trying just to be less. You know what? Am I? I'm not even going to say that. I'm going to get okay. what I want. <laughs> I try not to. You know what is so funny? I tried to, I've never made height an issue for me as long as they were like my height or taller because my idea of looking down feels weird. Cause like I'm not as tall as you, which is just 200, under, I'm five, seven and a half. I'm mm-hmm. going to go into that half. But like, if you're like five, <laughs> six or five, five, like I, I don't really have a lot. To, I don't have a lot for you. Like I just, I don't know what it is. I just, I'm not there. I just yet. think it's a thing. It's always been a thing. It's a societal thing. Everyone knows it. And I'm not going to shame myself for feeling that way. And neither should you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just like, <laughs> that's where we at, baby. I know I'm above average. So I'm expecting to be a little <laughs> bit more above average. Um, but yeah, we said all this to say. <laughs> um, I do think that the statement, if he wanted to, he would, is mostly true. Yeah. But I do think that let a man if he wanted to he would on his level right like if he draws me a card and writes me a sweet note i'm cool with that too yeah but i'm also going to double down in in those instances if you showed up as your authentic self mm-hmm. you kind of left your i don't know i don't know if the right terminology is like you left your own writing on the wall like you did your thing and like if he receives it the way you want him to receive it great like showing up as you and if that wasn't what he wanted to receive, then him not, you know what I mean? Wait. That reminds me, this girl, I think me and Amanda talked about this on it, but it reminds me like men can say if she wanted to, she would. And there was this woman who met this guy and he told her before the first date that he likes cigars and she brought him a scar. I would never do that. Oh, no, I remember that. Yeah, I would never do that. But. Okay. Go off, sis. What do you think? I f- okay, so I wouldn't make gestures like that on the first date. Yeah, nah. Because I need to fig- figure out if there are like personalities. Yeah. Right. Like, do you believe in the Lord? Because I'm I'm a Christian. Um, no, I am more spiritual, yes, than I am Christian, because that whole we're not gonna get into that today. Um, but also like are there other core values? Again, doubling down on the core values, is that are we in alignment with a lot of the core values that I have that are really non negotiable for me? So no. <laughs> you're not bringing him yeah, not for the first date but yeah. maybe for the second or the third like i would be open enough for that because the other thing is too maya you and i have had many experiences personally where we have come to grips with how short life is oh for sure and so like i would never put myself in a position where i would literally hold myself back from feeling free enough to express myself in a way that may show up as giving a man some flowers Right. Yeah. I felt like he had admired some flowers he got for his mom or like he had done something or you know what I mean? Like if my spirit led me to do something like that, I wouldn't say, oh, no, I don't know how he would think. Like I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. I would be feeling fully authentic in myself when I decided that. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think for me, it's just like it's not about what he thinks. It's about I'm not going to open myself up to a man like that that early. 
For me, it's a very sentimental and emotional thing to come out of myself to give this man something that I thought about about him. And to me, I'm not doing that that early on. What makes you make, what makes you, this is another piece. And I guess we could use this to kind of like seal the deal here. I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. But a lot of women just in my consumption of listening, reading, learning, Mm-hmm. We women make things a thing. Mm-hmm. We don't if we don't put weight in the thing, mm-hmm. we could just do the thing. So for example, mm-hmm. um you could agree that it's you, a thing though. It's a thing. I, Whether I, you put it, weight on it, it's a thing. You giving a man flowers is a thing. You could have just thing, meant it as for me, it's a thing. For you, it might not be a thing. So I don't think that it's that women are putting weight on it. I think that the weight is going to be different for each woman. Yeah. Based yeah. on how you feel. But, but I think at the end of the day, it really is like, why, why is that a thing for you? Or why, why is a gesture, a nice gesture that like ideally like a man would do for a woman? Does it feel so much more of a thing for the, for the woman to do? I'm not saying make it a, make it a normal thing. But I'm saying, I don't think it is a comparison between men and men and women. Like for me, It's when I give, if I'm giving a man something, it's because I have developed real feelings for him. And that's not something I'm likely to do in three days. Mm. So that's the weight that it holds for me. Got it. It might not hold that weight for you. It could just be, hey, I really thought of you and I wanted to give you these flowers. Cool. But that's not how I perceive it. Got it. And now I understand what you mean by it may mean different for everyone because yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Like, so yeah, if it's casual and chill for you, go ahead, sis, go off. Like, give him the flowers. Um, but for me, maybe like, huh? Like, <laughs> like I would definitely give a man flowers that I was in love with. So the love word got that L word gotta come out. It's gotta be strong like, honey. Strong like. Okay. I could I could work with that though. <laughs> it's gotta I be can... strong. It's gotta be moving on the canoe of love. We've gotta be on <laughs> also, route. That also works with gifts. Cause I feel like flowers are fleeting and that's mm-hmm. like an easy, like under 10 buck thing, thoughtful thing to do right? yeah. where I feel like when men are like complaining about flowers, I'm like, bro, it's like 10 bucks. Like, you'll yeah. but that's where I feel like gift giving is like gift giving. I feel like is so much more significant where it just requires like, it's just, we need to be invested. And I'm for sure. Like, I'm sure that some people are like their love language is get just gift giving. So they don't have to be deeply entrenched in a relationship with somebody to give them a gift. Right. Yeah. So that could just be the way they show love in general. Um, the only men that I have given gifts, a gift to is a man I was in love with. You were, you, you went from gifts to a gift, a gift. Okay. I mean, I gave him more than one gift, oh. but I was in love with him, and that is the stipulation usually. <laughs> it's like, hey, if I ain't in love with you, yeah, we ain't doing- I was, I was in love, girl, with a capital L, like a Ooh. Double L. <laughs> like a Ooh, love. Mm, okay. love. Go ahead, Keisha. <laughs> Go ahead, but yeah, um, 
Yeah, we talked about a lot today, so we hit a lot of topics, but I all feel like, you know, when you get started on the dating realm, it's just like, oh, so much is happening. Yeah. So we're going to be talking a lot about dating in future episodes, because we in the trenches out here, y'all. We are. We are. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, Now we will be dropping episodes every two weeks instead of one a week, which was a lot, Um, and but we'll still be dropping on Mondays, so look out for our future episodes this season gonna have some great guests so excited about that and excited that Elisa is here i'm so happy to be here like shout out to this new season let's yes. go let's go so we will see you guys in the next episode